Welcome to the What's Your Drive podcast, where we talk all things Hirschbach and the trucking industry. Join us each week as we talk about news, safety, industry topics, tips and tricks, and more. And now your host, Bianca Sanchez. Hello, and welcome back to the What's Your Drive podcast. We are here on day five for this special Driver Appreciation Week episodes of In the Box with Brad. So kick back, relax, take a listen, and Brad's coming at you with the final day. This will actually be part one. Well, uh, welcome. Uh, Day five here, Friday at Driver Appreciation Week. Um, Been a a great week. Uh, We've had some some great podcasts or video casts uh, throughout the week. Uh, today we're going to have our, our fifth and final one, and then again, starting next week, we'll keep these going on Fridays going forward. Uh, today we're going to kind of wrap things up. Uh, we're going to be talking to, uh, we've got some guests here today. Uh, I mentioned it's going to be uh, somewhat technology related, at least the front part of this. And uh, joining us, uh, we've got Jeff and Austin from the IT department. Hey, guys. Hello. How's it going? Good. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, so, you know, last year we um, started switching over to uh, the TransFlow slash GeoTab, and I'm going to give a little history on that, and, and we're going to get into uh, to that product and uh, some of the challenges that we've had and, and some of the fixes that we've put in place and are working on, so we'll get into that. And also joining us today, we have a special guest, 18-year uh, veteran, uh, Tanya Claypool. Welcome, Tanya. Yeah, I got one. So everyone knows Tanya, right? I, I think everyone out there probably knows Tanya, or most people do. Uh, Tanya is an incredible uh, operator here at Hirschbach, and um, it's great to have you here. So, thank you. Driver Appreciation Week, let me start off by Tanya thanking you for everything you do. You're welcome. And uh, to everyone else out there that's uh, operating uh, the trucks out there, uh, hats off to all of you uh, during Driver Appreciation Week, and I am going to, uh, I, I think as I mentioned earlier, I'm getting out there next week. I haven't been out there this year, and uh, I think it's time for me to get out there and, and uh, see what it's like out there. So. Are you going to try the I-95 corridor? Well, I think I'm going to be running, uh, it looks like I'm going to be running uh, Midwest dedicated uh, for Smithfield. I'm going to be jumping in uh, with with Nathan Jones, who's a trainer in that fleet. And um, you know, my I think you heard we had BK on yesterday. BK originally trained me uh, to get my CDL. BK and I went out uh, first time I went out. I went out with BK. We ran around for a while. Next time I went out, I went out with uh, with Bobby. You know Bobby. Bobby Ellison. My boy Bobby. So Bobby took me out, and and I thought, you know, I thought uh, going out with Bobby, my my goal was is really to get, uh, I really wanted to kind of get polished up on just comfortable being able to do everything on my own, and even some of the little nuances, whatever, who knows, in and out of the, you know, uh, scaling and, um, you know, fueling up and all that sort of stuff, and working the working at the time the, the people net device and doing paperwork and all that and all Bobby and I all we did is just we just ran we, we, we ran for like five days without stopping well I think after you do the Smithfield uh, account I think that you need to do the Mountain Air account out of Delaware oh okay. I think you need some of that I-95 corridor okay well you know I got three daughters out there uh, my three daughters one's in Baltimore uh, one's, uh, they're all going to school out east. Uh, not sure why they all went out there, but one's out in Baltimore, one's in Vermont, and one's in New Hampshire. So maybe I can go out and visit them. Yeah, so that you can understand why I don't want to do Philly no more. Yeah, not a fan of Philly? I'd rather do New York City and Chicago every day, all day, than I had to do Philly. So the, uh, you know, the, the traffic, you know, we went through COVID and the roads were empty and what would you say, Tanya, it's like out there now, I mean, compared to pre-COVID uh, traffic levels? It's back up around steroids. Yeah, pretty nasty. Yeah, I mean, yesterday coming down from uh, Green Bay, and I had a Warner truck pass me on the shoulder. What? <laughs> pass me 
upon the shoulder. I mean, I, w- I had to slow down, uh, going up a little incline and stuff, and there was people merging onto the road, and Warner decides, I guess I wasn't going fast enough, and passed me on the shoulder. Wow. Down past Little Shoot. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's getting busy out there. Um, you know, we talked about all in the zero yesterday with BK and, and Rob, and, you know, um, you know, with more traffic out there and people doing crazy things, obviously just you just got to stay away from it. Keep your distance, maintain your cushion, watch your speeds, and uh, be careful. Wow. I've, I've always been a defensive driver. I'm not an aggressive driver. So if there's like five people coming off on the exit ramp, I always back out of it. I always have. I guess that's why I'm two million plus miles accident free. Now, I'm not saying that I haven't knocked the door or two off over the years. I think the last time that they ran my uh, claims, I was at $5,000 career. So I hope everyone heard heard that. Um, you know, we, we had Bruce Light on earlier, 30 years, 6 million safe miles. Tanya's on today, um, 2 million plus safe miles. You know, it is not an accident that you have that many safe miles, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't run my truck at, at bumping the governor. I get me a cushion, like, maybe one day at 62, maybe the next day at 68. I don't run on cruise at 68 miles an hour, and I pre-trip my plans. I know where I'm going to stop at the end of the night, and I plan my load, and I still read after my map after 18 years. Because, you know, things change, and I want to know where I'm going to be posting up for the night so that I don't, and I divide my load. So if my load is 900 miles, I do 450 today and 450 tomorrow and deliver on Friday. Sounds very similar to what Bruce said, basically. You know, you, you, you plan things out. You know what your, your next uh, one, two, three, four moves are going to be out in front. and uh, That you, way you're not rushed. Yeah. You can't, one thing in trucking, you can't rush. I mean, you know, crap happens, accidents happen, and you just, you can't be under the gun all the time. You got to leave yourself cushioned. You need your eight-hour break or your 10-hour break, and you need to not feel rushed. And running that truck, bumping the governor as fast as it'll go, you're going to tear up your shocks, you're going to tear up your leaf springs. You know, I still slow down for railroad tracks. If the road's in ba- uh, bad shape like I-70 out of Greenfield, Indiana to the Ohio line, I slow it down. I don't want my truck bouncing every chug hole. I don't want to blow a steer tire. I don't want to bust a shock. And the last truck I turned in, the 2014 Freightliner that I turned in, I had 460,000 miles original shocks still on the truck. Uh, I had to change out the disc brakes because that was the first truck we had with disc brakes all around it. And at 460,000 miles, we had to change the disc brakes and the rotors. So, I mean, if you don't take care of your truck, your truck will not take care of you. Uh, great advice. Um, and I think you like the new trucks we got coming in, too, if I'm not mistaken, Tanya. Yeah, I like them, but uh, I'm not going to jump off of mine. I've still got my 2020. I just now turned uh, 99,460 on it, and it's still new, and I still love it's it. pretty much the same. And it's UK blue. Yeah. She, she likes her... Uh, Freightliners. She, she likes her Freightliners, and she likes her Kentucky uh, basketball team. Yep. And, you know, uh, I, uh, Calipari, I die hard blue, but uh, I'm in Hirschback gray today. So, no, uh, the truck that uh, we've got coming in that we showcased uh, with Nick uh, here, um, I guess, on, on Wednesday, very similar to your truck, obviously. Yep. It's just a year newer. They got a couple new options that are available. Um, so let's talk about where you said we're going to talk about technology today. I'm going to give you a little history on, you know, we talk about our main device, the, uh, the Transflow device. And I'll give you a little history, basically. Uh, we had uh, the PeopleNet system for, for years, decades, actually. Went through a couple of different uh, upgrades, if you will, of, of different uh, products, uh, hardware that they had over the years. 
Then uh, we created an app, a Hirschbach app. And the Hirschbach app, we probably created, uh, I don't know what it was, maybe, I'm going to guess, seven years ago-ish, six, seven years ago. Yeah. about right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, and we had this, this new upgraded, up, up-to-date technology, the app that was real user-friendly, very intuitive. Uh, we really got that thing fine-tuned to be able to do, you know, pretty much everything you could do on that app that you could do on the uh, PeopleNet device. And, uh, and then some. But it was a totally different experience uh, for our operators, whether you're on your phone or whether you're in your truck. And uh, as new people were coming into the organization, uh, we found that, uh, you know, they picked up the app real, real quick, real easy, uh, but they really struggled uh, in learning how to use the PeopleNet device. And so um, we thought, well, it'd be nice if uh, the experience was the same in your truck and, and on your phone. And uh, so we, we looked at a couple ways to do that. And unfortunately, with PeopleNet, uh, if you go back to, uh, oh, 20, what was it? When, the, when did the e-log mandate go in? At the end of, at the beginning of 2019, I guess, is when the e-log mandate went in, almost two years ago. And uh, We and, started with the PeopleNet. Well, I guess it was 12. A, yeah. 12. Yeah. So then they, okay, so the, the e-log mandate went in, and, and then they gave, um, there was a difference between AOBRs and ELDs. And what we had with PeopleNet was what they called an AOBR uh, and, uh, versus an electronic logging de- device. They looked the same, but there were some different, according to the government, there's some different specifications, uh, how quickly the log had to update. Um, and, and one of the big changes with an ELD uh, that they put into place uh, for everyone last year was that uh, when the truck is moving, it's on-duty driving. That was a big thing. You know, we used to be able to have a radius with AOBRs, you know, where you can move the truck within, uh, you know, I don't know what it was, a uh, two-mile, three-mile. Five miles, miles up to six. So you used to have, but that wasn't a PeopleNet thing. That was an AOBR thing that the government got rid of. And so whether we stayed with PeopleNet or whether we went to where we went with uh, Geotab Transflow, uh, that uh, ability to drive within that uh, five-mile radius went away, and when you move, you're, uh, you're on-duty driving, unless you're doing yard move, which was something new that they brought. So that had nothing to do, those changes were government-mandated uh, changes, they had nothing to do with uh, the product we were using. Um, but uh, uh, PeopleNet was really challenged uh, with the devices that we had they had to update much more frequently, and so the processing power that was required um, for the devices was was higher than what a lot of the people nets that we had, and so the people nets were basically kind of kind of blowing up on us, so to speak. Austin, would that be a correct statement? Yes, correct. So you know they they just couldn't handle the processing speed, so we were faced with uh, a decision that uh, we had to make uh, sooner than what we wanted to because we thought the people net units we had would be able to handle this transition. Uh, we were faced with either uh, buying a new people net unit that had higher, uh, you know, increased processing speed or go to this new technology that we were in the process of developing. And so when I say developing, the hardware that we have today is called Geotab. And Geotab is the most common hardware in the industry. It's been out there for a long time. It's very, very reliable. It's basically what's plugging into the truck's ECM and providing the, the logging. Um, is that correct? Yes. So, so that's uh, one device, and, and it was primarily used with smaller fleets and a lot of independents because it really wasn't robust and integrated for large fleets to be able to do the integration of the, you know, uh, load information, loaded calls, empty calls, you know, trailers, you know, all this sort of stuff. It really wasn't integrated for larger fleets. So what we did is we partnered with Geotab and Transflow. And of course, Transflow was, has been a longstanding partner for us forever, going back to, Tony, you probably remember the days when we had the trip packs, right, where you'd put the yep. paperwork uh, in over at the truck stop. And, <laughs> and pray that it get there by Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So then they'd pick it up and overnight it into, uh, I think it was down into Louisville, right? 
Louisville and uh, uh, right below the scales in Ohio on 71. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name of the town. Yeah. So they would, uh, so that's, that's uh, Transflow. Uh, they were the ones that did that trip back in the early days. And then uh, it evolved over time to truck stop scanning. That was sort of the next evolution with, with, with uh, Transflow. And uh, then we got the app. Yeah. Then we got their <laughs> app, right? So we could then take pictures on our phone and send it right in through the Transflow app. And, uh, and now we've taken that app, and, and now we're doing everything on it, basically. And that app is, is on our tablets. It's on our phones. If you don't get paid, it's your own fault. There you go. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so now we've, we've, we've got it there, and, and you can do everything on it. And, and we really got sort of forced into rolling this out quicker than what we wanted to. We weren't able to do all the testing that we wanted to because those people net units uh, started blowing up on us. And so with that, and, and we're really the first fleet, I'm confident this technology with Transflow is going to become very common and popular with a lot of fleets out there. Uh, but we're really the pioneer in this case, and we co-developed this product uh, with Transflow. And, uh, and sometimes when you're the first to do something, uh, you end up having some growing pains. And um, in this case, I think, uh, you know, one of the biggest things that uh, was happening is the screens were freezing up, right? Right. Yep. Drivers were having issues, or they were having issues when they're out on the loads, the screens would freeze up and they wouldn't be able to see their hours of service or do anything in the app and they'd have to reboot the machine. Yeah, you'd have to reboot. Tanya, that ever happened to you? I had to reboot the phone. Yeah. Phone too? Yep. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, so we've, had, we've had some issues where the screen's been locking up, more so on the tablet than on the phones. Right, yes. And um, we've uh, had several, I guess what you'd call patches, um, that... Um, All day, every day. See? Tanya's showing us something. I actually just downloaded the Transflow app uh, myself today. See? And then if you go in here and you try to see what you're doing, sometimes that won't show. Won't load? With that, with that. When the cloud is spinning? Yep. Okay. So this is good. We're getting some. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's good to see. Where did you go back. on your next page? Where were you in your loads? All right. <laughs> it still got everything. Okay. It won't clean off. Okay. I don't know how to clean it off. Okay. That helps. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you run in these issues, it, it helps. Let anybody know. Your DM, your safety coach. Um, what? On, on the apps, the two, uh, the tablet app, and I don't know, is it on the phone? The the workflow to submit uh, oh, transflow issues. Transflow issues, yeah. Some some of both. Yeah, there's a there's a page there's a page on the app on your phone or on the tablet that if you're having transflow issues, you hit you can hit the button and fill out what you're having, and it'll send it directly to us. So then okay. we can so then we can go through and see what's going on. When we get through, I'd like you to show me. Yeah, no problem. Oh, Tony, Tony. We're going to have Tony come up yeah. here, too. So Tony um, um, Tony works in the safety department, training department, and uh, is, is sort of an expert uh, in the uh, Transflow device as well. So we're going to get him up here to join us today. Um, he, he actually just trained me up. The last time I went out, it was... Uh, uh, the the PeopleNet device, and so uh, I'll be out there next week with the Transflow device. And Tony was getting me schooled up earlier. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, so I know you've got uh, some troubleshooting uh, uh, information that uh, you were showing me on on common issues, um, right? There are. There's a, a few main issues, whether it be on the tablet or the phone. If you're on your dashboard of the tablet or the phone app, you want to look at the very bottom line. It's going to be a small black line at the bottom, and it should say H-I-R-S-1, E-L-D, and then followed by your email address. Um, that way you know you're in the electronic log fleet. Um, if on the tablet it has anyone else's email address in, say if you uh, got into a truck where previously used tablet, 
you'll be still logged in as the previous driver. You can get to your hours of service, but you may not get your messages or your loads or load notifications. So if you're not getting them, uh, that may be part of the issue. The other thing to do is when you're on your hours of service, you want to, um, you, it, no matter what screen you're looking at, hours of service, down in your lower right corner, there will be a more button, M-O-R-E. And if you tap on that, it opens up a new screen. I believe it's line four. It'll say settings, followed by your email address or name. You tap on that in the top line on the new screen will say check for updates. Tap on that, a little circle will spin. And it'll, um, my understanding is it breaks the connection to the server, resets the connection to the server, and it's a quick little update to use to make sure you're up to date on it. What do you... Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Where? you know, like a lot of times uh, with computers and cell phones, it's good to give them a break and turn them off and turn them back on. And, and basically, it sounds like this uh, hitting this uh, does a reset, right? Gets a yeah reset, refreshes all your stuff, pulls it back down for you. Now, when I was getting trained up, and Tony was schooling me up here a little while ago on on how to use the app, he showed me this feature. And the first thing that came to my mind is, uh, is that something that you guys could, could force an auto-refresh on periodically? Uh, it does auto-refresh every 72 hours. 72. Yeah, it's a system. Uh, Translow forces an auto-refresh every, every 72. Okay. But this way you can, you can speed up the refresh on your side. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. And I think we're working on, what, 24 hours? They, yeah, they, they mentioned that they're working on a get it to 24 hours or less. They're... they're Okay. So. Good. Okay. Well, it sounds like that refresh uh, happens now every 72 hours, and it looks like we've got a plan to working with them to, to get it to be even more frequent. But and, uh, if it's if but basically if if, if you think the things a little work a little wonky and not quite working right for you, go in and do the manual refresh. I think is the advice here, right? I would suggest it's a good practice to use on a daily basis when you get ready to start your day and start your pre-trip. Just go into settings, check for updates, make it a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, something else new, fairly new, uh, with, the, with the phone app that you might notice is now the phone app will authenticate the way the tablet used to. So if you put in a wrong email, you type it in wrong or something, it'll tell you this email doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. What it used to do is just take whatever you put, okay. and that would break it. And that doesn't happen anymore. Okay. So. And is that both for uh, Android as well as Apple? Yes. Okay. It was only on the mobile phones. And it wasn't th- on the tablet, but now it's... And I think the fact that it wasn't uh, taking, forcing that information was causing some differences between the tablet and the app. Is yes. that correct? Yep. And messages wouldn't come across. Messages weren't yep. coming across. So that was one of the frustrations that people were having, and that was really just a, a login issue on the phone app that's now been corrected so we we don't have those issues going on guys speak to you know the big uh, frustration that uh, the biggest one that i've heard from operators is the screen freezing up uh what uh what what's been done in that area is it is it fixed now uh talk to us about uh what was going on with the screen kind of locking up uh that was yeah that was an issue with the the development of the app uh, recently, they uh, fairly recent, they put in a patch. Um, as far as we know, the screen freezing has been better. Um, not, it's a it's a lot better. It's pretty minimal now. Yeah, there's not much screen freezing going on. Uh, the main problem, I guess, that's came up this week uh, is uh, some drivers when they go into drive, they don't or they don't get taken out of drive when they stop, and some drivers have been getting signed out again. But uh, the sign out issue was fixed in the past and it should be fixed pretty quickly in the next release uh, they're they're looking into the some and it hasn't happened to many drivers um, just when they're done for the day it just doesn't take them out of drive so they're we're looking into that and trying to get that fixed as soon as we can as well okay as a driver's point of view though on on the old app we could like on the new one you can't get that right address or you, you're, it won't stay up on your phone. That is the, the one concern that we have is that you can't see it because that transflow driving mode comes on. And sometimes when 
dispatch gives us the address, well, maybe it's not the front of the building or it's the back of the building, so you're stuck in the middle of Chicago and you're not at the right address. And so you can't look at it. <laughs> and that is the only deficiency I see with that. Because with the old app, we could look at our address or we could go to the screen and you could see the building that you were at or, or the location. And with this, with you moving, you can't. That is a downside to Lockdown. it. Lockdown. Yeah, and then have you tried using the, the co-pilot? No, because I can't get it to download. Okay, we can help you with that after this. Because that, that'll, be, that'll fix a lot of those problems. Well, right. let's, let's talk about that. Um, so Copilot, a lot of people probably recognize that name. Uh, Copilot is a product uh, that uh, from PC Miler, I believe. Yes. Uh, and it's a routing software. And we turned it on many years ago with PeopleNet. And... We didn't do it the right way. It, it, it really didn't work real well, and it wasn't because it was a bad product. Unfortunately, it requires a lot of time to set it up properly, and I can tell you that. Uh, so in this case, we spent the time to set it up properly, and what you have to do is you have to go in, and Jeff, you can speak to this. Uh, I know you, you, yeah. you, you, were, you were quarterbacking this effort internally with uh, a lot of other people doing it. I see Square is out there. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, she did a lot. I know Sarah was sort of a geocoding uh, queen. Uh, so we had several people that worked on this project, and, and, and we basically had to go in and create custom geofences for every single place that we pick up and deliver to. Jeff, do you want to talk about, uh, you know, kind of geofencing yeah. and what that does? Yeah, we had to do many thousands of How many sites. thousands? Uh, 16,000, I think, was the original, 16 or 18,000. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, so 18,000 locations. It continues to grow. Yeah. Like, do it every day. Yeah. Um, and what's, what, what do you do when you geofence? What does so, that mean? So basically, you're, you're drawing a, a fence, virtual fence, around a customer site. And once you get that done, then you can add in gates to where we need the gates to be. It, some customers only have a gate. Some customers have six or seven gates, and we only use one or two of them. One might be an entrance, one might be an exit, or they might be both. But we have to decide that. We have to put the gates in, and then we can also add notes and things at the gate. So when Copilot takes you there, it'll take you to the correct gate, depending on what direction you're coming in um, or the specific gate that the customer might designate for refrigerated trucking comes in this gate, for instance. So so now we have it turned on. Yes. We turned it on uh, recently, correct? Yes. Uh, it's been turned on for a little while, but um, to every driver, it's been uh, just fairly recent. So, okay, so I'm out there. How, how do I use uh, Copilot? Uh, I just emptied a load, and I got a new load that says I'm supposed to pick up. Uh, I emptied out in Chicago, and it tells me I'm going to pick up in Belvedere. Yep. Uh, how does this thing, what, what do I need to do? How do I get this Copilot thing to work? When you get your load dispatched to you, it'll come in, and you'll have an option to hit the Navigate button. And when you do that, all your... Your, your route will come through all the stops. If you do have fuel, fuel stops or um, multiple stops in between, it'll put all those into your route, and it'll just take you there. So it's going to integrate fuel stops. It's also going to integrate your pickup and deliveries. Yep. And it'll <clears throat> give you turn-by-turn -turn directions. Yes, and um, the benefit of having it built into our system is we can also make changes. So if a driver's out there and he goes to his first stop and he notices the gate might be wrong, maybe the customer changed the gate or maybe we had it wrong when we put it on there. That does happen. We have a feedback program also with that all right on the app that we, you can send in that to us and we can fix it on the fly. And it doesn't help you, the driver that just went to the wrong gate, but it helps every future driver instantly as soon as we make the change. So. So I've, I've heard good things. Uh, I'm confident that you'll find that uh, <clears throat> the vast majority of these will take you right to the right location, right to the right gate, the issue that, that sort of Tanya was talking about. 
doesn't mean that you shouldn't be trip planning. You, you still need to trip plan and uh, do everything that Tanya talked about, and I recommend you look at a map like Tanya said and, and know exactly where you're going to take your breaks and what route you're going to take. And, um, and, and then when the co-pilot's taking you on that route, and it just it's kind of a confirmation, yeah, I'm going in the right way. One other, yeah, say another one other the, the co-pilot is they just need to download the maps. Oh yes, that's one step at the very beginning. If you don't have the maps, the navigation button won't work. So you just need the USA map. Yep, that's it. Yes. Okay. So it, how do you download it? What do you what do you need to do? You go to the main page on the Transfill app. I can show I can show you here. We tried to get it on the tablet on a TV behind us, but IT ran into some IT difficulties. But on the main page on the tablet, there's a co-pilot truck nav. You just click on that button. So it looks like it's uh, upper row on the first page, yeah. uh, about three in. Three in. Hit that guy, and then North America. Just tap North America. And then the top, uh, the top one. When you click that, says North America. You tap that, and you're good. It starts downloading. It's it's a fairly large install, so you want to make sure you're not on a load when you're doing it, or uh, maybe maybe right. uh, you don't want to wait for a three gig file. Yeah, it's a three gig file, so you want to make sure you have good cell service. And okay. It, it's it's a, it's downloading all the North America maps. Or so. do it somewhere if you're. <laughs> we, yeah. we can get that cleared up for you. Um, I'm stacked. And the other, the other thing, just talking about co-pilot, is uh, the second one, or the fourth spot over from the co-pilot truck nav is if you're having co-pilot issues. Here, Tanya. Yeah, that, so, fourth, that fourth one so on the top? So here is the one to download the maps, uh, the third one on the upper row, uh -huh. called uh, co-pilot truck nav. Okay. And then if you have problems right next to it, that one yep Re report okay. co-pilot issues yes okay. that that's where you can report all your co-pilot issues when you have stuff and that'll come right to the team that can fix it on the fly and you can even select on there if you want a callback uh -huh. so um if you want to confirm that it's been fixed they'll, they'll call you back and smile and then the trucker smile <laughs> yep uh that other feature that is is on there that's going to help get you to the location on time is the real-time traffic that we have so that has the opportunity to, to reroute you if you they run into Can't a traffic wait problem. Till you get to Philly. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we were talking. Uh, I mean, that's that's the latest and greatest technology, right? So, yeah, it's, it's so we got real time feature. traffic. So you could be on a route, uh, and uh, the thing on the fly might say, "Hey, go this way. It's a quicker way to go." Yeah, just be careful in Chicago. Yeah, and speaking of like Chicago and some other places, we had a couple feedback from our drivers that were testing this where um, they went into a, a bigger city and, they, and the co-pilot would take them to the gate, to the correct gate, and it took them the, the route it thought it wanted, but they said, well, it, it does work better if we come in the other way. Well, co-pilot doesn't know that, so we can also adjust the entry and exit paths all the way from five miles away from the site where we can put in a very specific route so when you hit to that area, it'll, it'll route all the drivers through the correct route into that gate if it's a custom route. So we have that option too. Okay, but not per se me, but the other drivers that have to follow routing and stuff, how does that serve them with their out-of-route miles? Because they're... Because they're, they go by the route miles on their what they're given, and if they're if it puts them out of route compared to what Hirschback dispatched them on, then they got to pay so many cents per mile for. Well, they do get a variance. They get a, uh, a five percent variance uh, before there's any penalties. Um, I guess we haven't compared all of these routes yet to 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 those, but uh, I, I think they're we'll we'll find that they should be less than that five percent variance. Yeah, I would, I would think so. And, and also the, the traffic reroute might route a longer route, but I, I would assume that that could be an exception if you contact the well, driver manager. Well, I mean, I'm very verbal. I let my dispatcher know what's going on and stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, no. I mean, like Chicago, I mean. Not just your dispatcher. Yeah, yeah. I let everybody know. I mean, you know, five trailers in one week with the ABS. Yeah, I was upset. No, I know. I'm just teasing you. But uh, no, but like Chicago yesterday. Chicago yesterday was a nightmare. So, or the day before yesterday. What day isn't it? <laughs> Some days I breeze. I breeze through the other day. But uh, you know, and then one of the routes you 
290. Well, no, there's road construction on 290, right. so I just went straight to the middle, you know, and stuff. But, I mean, that would have been nice to have yeah. a detour mm-hmm. right. suggestion because my yeah. Ram McNally is about fried, you know. It's, yeah. it's wore out, fell off the dash two or three <laughs> times, you know, off the windshield, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about the geotab falling off. Correct. <laughs> you know, so. Does that Rand McNally do uh, real time? Uh, I like, traffic I've not? had um, I've had Garmin I've had Ram McNally and there's another one I've had and Ram McNally to me is the best trucker yeah. one that I've had you know I mean because I still in the back seat I still got the uh, Ram McNally Atlas over there you know and it'll tell you the coordinates on the G, uh, on your uh, Ram McNally so you can pull up what map page you need you know, we'll, well try this co-pilot, Tanya, yeah. and let us know if you think it's as good as the yeah. Ram McNally. Use that form and give us even if it's positive or negative All right, feedback. So I am stacked on freight till Tuesday night at twenty or seven o'clock. So I, when I'm down here in Cold City, Illinois, that's when I started to download that map yeah. for y'all. If you have issues downloading the maps, you let us know. We'll make sure. And any, like Jeff said, any good or bad news you have, report it to us because we'll make it make it better for all the other drivers. I'm verbal. You'll that's know. Good. That's good. <laughs> all right. So that's Copilot. Again, uh, if you haven't downloaded the uh, North American maps, uh, do that and start using the Copilot and get your turn-by-turn directions on where to pick up, where to deliver, where to fuel. Um, what else do we want to talk about today? Anything else? Uh, I guess one more thing about downloading the, the maps. Um, we just need them to check their version of the, the transfer app on the tablet. Okay. They just need to be on... Uh, what one is it? You remember which one it is? I have it written down somewhere. Oh, 4.1.10.8. If they're on an older version of the app, uh, let your DM or your safety coach know. Uh, They'll send something out to us, and then we can push the new version of the app out to them, and then they'll be good to go with uh, the navigation. Um, if they're having issues with navigation, and, and they just delete it. their app and download a new one, they'll be good. Um, for the ta- for the phone, they can, I think. Okay. Uh, for the tab- You're talking the tablet. Tab- okay. We have to push it out. Gotcha. So they just let us know, um, and we can push it right out to them. All right. So I have the eight plus, but my new phone at home is the that I gotta go pick up is the ten RX or whatever. So every time that Apple updates, it just automatically updates the your app. Okay. So I don't have the problem like I did with PeopleNet that my phone was smarter than the, the PeopleNet. Yeah, right, right. Um, so I like that better because I don't never lose. Good. You know, if I'm at home and I, I've stayed at home for two weeks and somebody's two trying weeks. to. <laughs> I, I stay out most of the year and I take off four times a year. And I take two weeks at time. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> 18 years, you've earned it. So. 11 grandkids, you know, I got to go home. <laughs> Usually during basketball season. No, I don't do too much. I did this year, but that was that COVID messed all that up. It's messed a lot of things up. <laughs> I, You know what? I ain't never been so excited to get rid of a year, but 2020 and the double nickel birthday just sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're all ready to uh, say goodbye to 20. Oh, damn, my man. Dano. Dan. There he is. How you doing, I'm awesome. You? She's stacked. She, she stacked up, Dano. I like. Mm, I better shut up. We're <laughs> <laughs> live. Well, let's uh, let's wrap things up here with the technology with uh, the GeoTab. Is there any other, I guess, uh, new feature? I, I'm going to talk maybe about Photector uh, for a little bit here uh, as one item to talk about. Uh, but uh, any other um, uh, uh, issues, uh, Tony, that you can think of? Struggles, frustrations, people that are having out there that you can help them with. If you're having challenges. Please reach out, whether it be to safety, your DM, to the logs and geotab department. Reach out to us. Your success is our success, so reach out. And sometimes we don't know the issues until the drivers do reach out to us. That's That's, that's correct. Yes. Please reach out and let us know any issues you have. And remember, the only stupid question is the one not asked. Good point. Okay. 
Jeff, Austin, anything else that you guys can think of? Good. Well, nope. thanks thanks for joining us. I mentioned that the uh, the photector is not ready yet to be uh, uh, rolled out there, but I just wanted to give everyone a heads up. We've talked about it in uh, other videos and so forth, but it is coming in the near future, so I don't want you to be surprised by it. Uh, the photector is basically, um, it's a product that will be integrated into the app. Correct. And into the, tab well, whether it be on the tablet or your phone. And it's really a, a program that takes pictures. And we already take pictures of the uh, bills of lading and so forth uh, for you to get paid. Uh, this is really taking going to be taking pictures of the trailer and the truck and uh, the, the idea here is we uh, want to know the condition of the equipment uh, when you pick it up, when you drop it off. This is going to allow us to make sure that um, um, if there is damage that happens, uh, say, at a shipping location by a spotting service or something, we know that uh, what condition it was before you dropped it off, and we know when it picked it up, so we, we can fingerprint exactly what happened and when. Uh, this is also will help uh, if someone's uh, leaving a problem for someone else um, out there, which uh, we, no one likes picking up a trailer that uh, has got a flat tire or hasn't been washed out or is empty with fuel or something like that. Do we, Tanya? No. <laughs> Let's I'll bite my lip. No reason to bite it. It's a problem. And uh, the, the photector is going to allow us to hold people accountable to make sure that, uh, you know, the, the trailer is in good shape when it's being dropped off. Another good thing that that will, I think that will help with claims, too, because if you're getting live, load, uh, live loaded, okay, if you take a picture when you before you shut them doors of what that load looks like, Yep. That'll cover your butt and Hirschback's butt with claims when the forklift driver put the forklift tines through the box of meat. Well, ma'am, uh, we got OS&D on here, or the uh, put his steel toe shoe through a box of meat. Well, you got a case of ribeye or T-bones, and, and now we're got a claim on it, but they want you to leave it on the dock, you know. So put that back on the trailer. Absolutely. And, and you're right. Uh, the other thing that we're going to be asking people to do is, uh, you know, before we take off, we want to make sure you got a, you got a seal uh, on the trailer. You're using those, uh, those new latches that we've put on the trailers. Uh, uh -oh. Them new latches are finger snatchers, glove snatchers, glove cutters, and you're not putting enough link on the right door to latch the trailer to the hook okay we need another link in there and i've cussed everybody out to okay. myself over them they're not and they won't stay up when you're trying to put your handles in and tyson will not use them huh well we got to get that addressed uh, we'll go out and take a look at it after we're done here tanya and make sure that uh i don't know if nick's around we can see uh, what's going on there but we want to make sure that you've got a, a seal before you leave we see that we want to make sure that uh, you got a lock on there and uh when when you're done with your load and you got it empty and you got your clean bill lading we want you to send that in right away so we can see that and we want to see that empty trailer in there too so yes tanya uh the drivers in Houston, <laughs> when if you got OSD on your trailer or if you're dropping in Galveston, please wash that trailer out. Uh, don't leave a dirty trailer down there. I mean, the heat is uh, is extreme, and if you drop it on Friday and it's got meat on it, make sure it's full of fuel. Don't leave it for uh, Michelle and Barry to have to smell a dead body on Monday. I mean, that's common courtesy. I mean, them trailers, y'all are leaving them nasty, and them two don't deserve that. They're horrible. They have to call Hirschback, go fill them up, and then freeze them for three days before any, Blue Beacon or anybody will clean them out. And it's costing like Hirschback to get these trailers cleaned out a minimum of $250. And then you got to sanitize it. 
And that is just wrong. That is wrong on all parts, and it is your dr- job as a driver. When you pick up that trailer, that trailer is not empty till it is clean. Amen. Um, don't leave a problem for someone else. That's uh, your job. And uh, with this Votector, uh, we're going to put some accountability around those areas. Um, you know, no one likes uh, picking up a problem, and the time to deal with uh, those issues are on the front end. Uh, when you come in and you pick up your load, a lot of times, uh, you know, things are tight. Uh, in order to uh, get done what you need to be, get done safely, and the last thing you need is some sort of unexpected surprise, um, with, like a problem with the trailer. So thanks, Tanya, for that. Um, okay, well, that's uh, what Fotector is, and I think uh, that uh, is going to conclude today's technology section, and, and um, it was great having uh, Tanya here with us and Tony and Jeff and Austin. We appreciate uh, you guys being on today and, and sharing with us your, your knowledge uh, in this area. Um, you know, like I said, uh, the technology sort of got, uh, we had to use it a little quicker than what we wanted to, and uh, but uh, we are, I think, getting very close to having this thing uh, work the way that uh, we intended to, and it's going to be a great tool for us out there. One more thing. Tanya's get, well, she's got one more, but I bet it's more than one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I've made Hirschback my home. And just like a marriage or your family life, there's ups and downs. Just like that highway out there, there's bumps. This is a good company. If you want to make it to your home, you have to work as a team. And everything's not going to go your way, and everything's not going to go Hirschback way. But I've watched other trucking companies know I've not been employed by any other trucking company. But this trucking company truly cares about their drivers. Some days it may not be, and you might feel like that you were forgot about or left out. But at the end of the day, you have a home here and you have a family here. But, I mean, everything's, there's a bumpy road. And... 18, almost 19 years of service here, two and a half million miles, and this is my family. I've got good friends here, and people that's left here were still good friends, and you know, give it a try, and three months in a truck and quitting is not giving it a try. Like my dad always told me, you got if you're going to stick it out, you got to stick it out a year, and then see where it goes. If you're going to do anything you got to give it a year. Three months in a truck and turning it over, you don't know how this company is. That's all I got to say. Well, I think that's a, a great way to, to sort of end today's session. You know, like Tanya said, any relationship uh, requires a lot of work on both ends and a lot of communication. Uh, no one can read people's minds. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we do care. Um, and if something's bothering you and you got an issue, you know, raise your hand. Tell us what's going on. I'm pretty darn confident that uh, we'll uh, come to some sort of resolution that makes sense. Uh, probably happened a time or two, Tanya, right? Yeah, and uh, for those of you that don't know, Brad has been my dispatcher and my load planner. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, 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 I've had a board over the years, and... Uh, Tanya's uh, been one of my top drivers for uh, for 18 years, so for sure. No, uh, communicate with us. Let us know what's going on. We want this to be your home. You know, I'm always wearing a Hirschbach uh, shirt, usually with a big H. The big H is uh, is over my heart, and um, you know, one of the things I like to say that the H stands for is for home. And uh, this is a place uh, that uh, you know we want all of you to feel comfortable and proud for this to be your home. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, being, uh, being an operator, you know, your jobs are very, very challenging. And I've got a great deal of respect for the tough jobs that you do out there. You've probably heard me say this before, but, uh, you know, the philosophy here, my philosophy is if you're not driving a truck, you're supporting those that are. We've got, uh, this is a team sport. And every, every job here at Hirschbach is critically important. Uh, uh, and for this team to succeed, Everyone's got to be all in. Everyone's got to do their, their part here uh, and uh, in order for, for folks to win. But, 
you know, the job we do is picking up and, and delivering freight across the country, uh, primarily food products to feed, feed, feed this country. And obviously our operators are physically doing the work. And they're only going to be successful if, if they do their tough jobs to the best of their ability. And uh, if all of us that are not driving the trucks uh, are doing our jobs and, and supporting them. And so, you know, with Driver Appreciation Week coming to an end, I just want to, again, sincerely thank all of you for the amazing uh, jobs that you do. We, we very much appreciate you not only today and uh, this week during Driver Appreciation Week, uh, we appreciate you 365 days throughout the year. Uh, Tanya said she's looking forward to 2020 being over. I think uh, many of us are, but uh, I see 2020 getting better as we uh, get towards the end. And uh, clearly, Tanya was saying she's all stacked up till Tuesday. Uh, freight is uh, really uh, good right now, and uh, the sun is shining, so I encourage all of you to... Uh, get out there and, uh, and, and, and make some money. Uh, the freight's running strong. I foresee it's gonna continue to run strong throughout the year, and I'm very optimistic that 2021's gonna be a, a, a really good uh, year for all of us. So with that, uh, I guess we'll sign off, and, and uh, everyone uh, have a great day. Uh, be safe, and uh, again, I'll be out there next week. Uh, Monday afternoon, I'll be going out, and, and hopefully, uh, I'll be able to uh, see some of you over the road at, uh, at a truck stop, uh, at a shipper, receiver. I'm going to be running in the Smithfield uh, dedicated fleet uh, next week. Again, I'll be uh, driving that uh, beautiful new Freightliner Black Beauty. And uh, so if you see it out there, I know you might be a little jealous and drooling <laughs> at it. But uh, I figure just like, uh, you know, it's sort of like sampling the food for someone, you know, make sure it's not poisoned and it's okay. I feel I need, it's my duty to make sure that this truck is okay before uh, all of you start hop hopping into these things in October. <laughs> Remember, Brad is a truck driver and not a steering wheel holder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do my best. So thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the What's Your Drive podcast. We'd sure appreciate it if you subscribe or shared the podcast with a friend. Leave us a review. And if you'd like to see more, stop by our website at whatsyourdrive-podcast.com. While you're there, leave us some feedback on the show and share your future topic ideas. Roll safe, everyone. <laughs>